atom. Up and at them. Up and atom. Up and at them. Up and atom. Up and at them. Better. To the chopper. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my eyes. These goggles do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is Good Taste Breaky with Chloe and Elorina. We are joined by our expert, Jack Smith from Vision PT at Bundle and Southport. Good morning. Hola. Morning, girls. Excellent to have you back. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for joining us yet again. We have a, a great topic we would love to discuss with you this morning, Jackos. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Jackos. She, yeah, likes, she likes to change people's names. I'm Clozo, just huh. FYI. What's Elorina's nickname? Um, Elorenzo. <laughs> Elorenzo. Actually, uh, I think I called Tams and Tamzo the other day. The yeah, other that's week, fine. Whenever on. she was yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> now, we want to talk about kids or in um, Elorina's circumstance, fur children. Fur kids. And motivating them because her dog is not motivated at the moment. No, she actually has just she decided she doesn't want no. to walk. Anyway, do it. Like we were going for massive summer? walks. She hasn't, and then all she of a hasn't been nut. well. She was overfed some bad food, I think. She she's was. still dealing with that. Mm. Uh, but obviously I've got kids and yep. we've got a very busy household, as you know. Yep. Uh, and my daughter plays competitive soccer. She's literally over the holidays not done anything that she should have done to keep her fitness up. Aside from watch TikToks and whatever else. <laughs> okay, we have a teenage girl. Um, yeah, and then my son does jujitsu and he goes to the gym, so he trains four times a week. How do we continue to get them motivated or how do we actually start them to get motivated again for the year ahead? What are some good ideas around that? Yeah, so it's especially with kids, like I think we sort of – I speak to like a lot of my clients who have kids around the sort of same age as you, Chloe, like – and it is a pretty common conversation and there's that one sort of thing around kids not being active at all and there's that whole sort of childhood obesity and that sort of conversation. And there's the other one of the really sort of pushy parents who then burn the kids out. Mm. So yeah. there's two kind of schools of thought on it, I think, and you know, more often than not, somewhere in the middle is probably going to be the best sort of conversation. So I think yeah, with the kids, like 100% they need to be active because they're playing TikTok yeah. more than ever before. So they need to be playing soccer but that's or footy. Active or... in a way, I suppose, if they're dancing and doing that. And not just watching it. <laughs> doing Jason Derulo songs. Oh, that's the worst one. No, that's the best one. Oh, Elorina loves that. I don't. Yeah, we'll sure. wait for that one to get danced later. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think there is that sort of fine line between encouraging them to do things like active sports and yeah. school sport and all that sort of stuff without sort of pushing so far that they actually end up hating it. Yeah, that's a hard bit. And my husband says the same thing because we've recognised in my daughter that she is especially skilled at soccer and he's concerned that if we push it, she's only 13. Yeah. uh, She wants to play for Australia. Like she literally writes out her goals every year and she wants to be a Matilda. That's what she wants to do. But then her actions don't reflect that. And I struggle with that. So I think I'm the pushy parent that's probably going to burn her out, whereas Matt's like, no, we need to let her just be a kid and not push her too hard but I don't know what but your thoughts are she's not on a that. normal kid anyway she is still very motivated like even if she goes through phases of being like no nah, I don't want to do it she's yeah. still a great deal more motivated than like a lot the of average kids kid, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, like, not enough I don't think not yeah. enough I want to get the whip out burn her out just push her <laughs> until she just breaks gets a stress fracture I wanted to buy me a house <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be fam- a famous soccer player and you know, buy me a house. Yeah, so do I. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Imagine watching the Women's World Cup. That'd be unreal. Oh, that'd be so cool. That'd be um, awesome. But, yeah, I think, yeah, with her, like, obviously recognising, yeah, she does have that talent, 
and you don't want it to go to waste, but you also don't want it to be like get to that point at say seventeen where she just goes, "Stuff this, I hate it. I'm just never going to yeah, play again." Right. And you sort of see, especially like in a lot of sports, there's that 18, 19, 20-year-old kind of age where a lot of players might get like an injury or something and there's how many players in that sort of same age Mm. that are kind of equally talented and they'll get picked up as the person who gets an injury at sort of 16, 17 gets forgotten about and then they've got nothing as well. So it's that balance between, yeah, let's push them towards what they want to do but also like what happens if they don't make it because at 13. Well, they don't get dinner. Oh, yeah, in true. my house. She can walk home. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, and now train. And she's like, but I have no energy because you're not feeding me. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a broken leg, Mum. Like, I can't Keep train this running. <laughs> you can run on the other leg. <laughs> no. But I guess like Matt would have probably had his own experience with that as well, like being a really good junior and then coming through and actually becoming an adult player. Yeah. So he would have had his own experiences with that as well, I guess. Yeah, well, see, his thing is, you know, basically he tells that story in my day, you know, I walked through <laughs> snow and, blah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, he actually did. He used to catch the train from here up to Brisbane to play. Yeah. I don't I don't know what he was playing at the time when he was at TSS. And his parents never dropped him anywhere and he had to have all his gear ready mm. all himself Whereas, you know, Phoenix forgets socks and doesn't know where shoes are and everything's <laughs> forgotten. And, but I've, I've had to say to him, look, it's very different now, I think, for young people wanting to uh, succeed in sport than it was for him because there's so many more distractions. Mm, like they've yeah. got the TikToks, they've got the, you know, Instagrams, the Facebooks. And it's the- probably more available to them now as well. Oh, there we go. No. See? <laughs> We're Santa done with Claire. this song now, surely. Uh, yeah, we're not. It took you that long <laughs> to still find six it. more months. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah, I was just actually thinking as you were saying that just then, like you talk about like so many talented children. Like I think you guys are probably in a pretty good position having Matt who actually has done it. Like mm. how it's a pretty common sort of thing that sometimes people say like, oh, parents live through the children a little bit and that's where that. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do that. <laughs> Whereas like, for instance, with like Matt, he's, done it yeah so he might be able to offer a sort of a slightly better perspective because he may not actually need phoenix to do well for his own no he doesn't it's only me like he can probably give her like a real perspective and actually sort of guide her maybe a little bit better if that makes sense and it's interesting that you say that as well because i've found that anyone that wants to achieve in any sort of a sport you probably do want to get the advice from someone who has yeah, done who's that. Actually done yeah, actually yeah, yeah. someone that hasn't because I've heard stories of people, you know, their sports teachers saying to them, you'll never achieve this oh, or that. No Whereas one should be saying that. They're only saying that because they, they have not do it. Yeah. Yeah. done it. Because Matt actually did have that said to him at yeah. school and he's like, well, yeah. I'll prove Play you wrong. Next minute, dual international. Uh, but not every person has that built in, mm. you know, you can tell me I can't do something. I'm going to do I'm it. I'm going to go do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a certain behaviour style. So yeah. how do you how do you cater to, to kids? Would you agree that it's important to have someone that you can confide in that's done what 100%. you want to do? Yeah. I think, well, not even just with kids, but just in general, like, I'm sure that, like you coming through, like with all Radio. your career, you know, yeah, yeah. That you've always probably had someone who you can just ring up and be like, hey, can I just have a word of advice because I'm struggling with X, Y, Z? Yeah. Like even with me with business, I've always had a mentor that I've been able to just to ring up and go, hey, I'm having this problem. Mm. Do you mind spending an hour just talking me through it? And I think having that kind of person you can rely upon, yeah, from a kid's perspective, be massively beneficial. Yeah, and I think also because kids don't listen to their parents. Yeah, it's very true. (laughs) My other son, uh, Jack, who's getting married at the end of the year, all our listeners know that, he he wouldn't listen to him. He's like, Dad, you're not the coach. 
Yeah, what do you know? uh, He kind of knows a few things about football. (laughs) He did play a couple of games. (laughs) But I think just it doesn't matter if you're Matt Rogers. Like, kids aren't going to listen to you. So to have a mentor, you would agree, is the important thing. I think, yeah, potentially like like it's not your parent. Yeah. Yeah. Because I probably agree. Like, you probably don't listen to your parents, even though they might not, they might actually 100% know. Yeah. It's still your your mum and dad. You're like, oh, they don't know what you're talking about. Like, who are kind of thing? So um, Sasha Fierce needs a mentor then. She needs a friend, a little furry friend that's going to motivate her. This is Ellerina's dog to she get doesn't moving. doesn't like anyone else. <laughs> Maybe you should get another dog. I have. Not right now. I've oh, done I was it before say, and um, she, it didn't end well because she's so like she just loves me so much that, that if any other dog comes up to me, she's like, no. Like separation anxiety doggy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she is a bit like that. But um, She's a bit of a diva. She also doesn't like me patting any other dogs when I'm patting her. <laughs> yeah, my it's dog true. does that too. Mm, it's true. So fur babies and human babies, we've covered it all off today. Thank Wonderful. you so much for joining us once again, Jack Smith. For Thank you, girls. Atom. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> this is good taste, Brecky. To the chopper, quick. We haven't much time. <laughs>